Good morning, everybody. Yes, it is that time of the week where I release another great, wonderful episode about me. <laughs> ah, how crazy is that? Tangents with Toby is nothing more than a podcast niche about myself. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you, the listeners, have known more about me, my choices, my life, than probably my friends and my family. You are my friends. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I thought about doing a show yesterday, but I didn't have a topic. Then, you know, roughly around 11 o'clock last night, as I'm laying, looking at my smoke detector, kind of flashing away, I had something that popped in my head. I don't know if you guys are going to be agreeing with it or not. Hopefully you are. All right. I've been around the sun multiple times. And out of all the times that I've actually seen the whole entire world revolve around the sun, I don't think I've ever seen something like this so strongly in my life. I was born in the late 70s. Which I don't feel like a 70s baby. I feel like an 80s, but that's besides the point. But I grew up in the 1990s. And when I said I grew up, uh, this is the time that I got to figure out who I was, my music, my TV, um, the sports I like. That was the decade where I basically found who I was in more ways than one. Uh, And it just kind of made me realize something the 90s has a strong impact in today like if you go and you take a look at everything movies um, video games stuff like that the 90s are basically here right now as we speak take a look at the Super Bowl their halftime show Dr. Dre Snoop Mary J, like how more of the late 90s can you get than this, right? Which made me think to myself, the 90s have such a strong presence in the world today. And I thought to myself, why aren't people cashing in? For example, this past Christmas, I was watching Home Alone don't get me wrong Home Alone is an absolute great masterpiece of a movie and and I I swear people speed up to 110 on passing lights when they're only supposed to be 100 anyway anyway when I was watching this movie I come to realize this movie 100% needs to be remastered and you know brighter colors crisp make it pop just plain and simple the movie itself at some spots it just looked dark gray no real life to it it was thick 
you know, it, to a certain extent, it's good. And once you start watching the movie, you totally forget about that whole entire thing. But could you imagine it being remastered <coughs> into better picture uh, quality for color, more crisp, more clean, get it from what it was on a VHS to get it up to Blu-ray standards, a high definition. Just so much chances and opportunities to make this movie pop. And there's no doubt about it. This movie is a phenomenon. It just would make the game better in the movie better in general. The, you remaster it. You put it out there. Digitally. Disc. Blu-ray. People are going to buy it. There's no doubt about that. It is one of those things that people will buy. Just because it has been great. Okay, okay. I'll unplug you. Ah. Uh, just... They need to remaster it. Then on top of that, TJ and I, we have been playing PlayStation, like, a lot. I got in with all my discs. I got it as an emulator. And I've been playing it. And TJ and I, we're both agreeing this is absolutely fun as hell. We're playing Crash, Bla uh, Crash Bash Sledstorm. Like, it just has been absolutely a nice nostalgia throwback to what I used to do. And TJ looks at me and goes, Dad, who did you used to play with these games? I went Hoyman, Darren, and Roman. We would start like midday and end at like 1 or 2 in the morning just because we'd have to work. Or it was just getting too late. Like we put hours on my PlayStation. And now TJ and I stream. Well, we are trying to stream every Sunday morning. Him and I. We're just playing video games. Then even my daughter, Addison, she wants to play too. So I got to figure out a few games for her. And I think I she wants to try Spiral the Dragon. Rhymer likes Rayman. So I have all these different games ready to go for all the kids. Now I, what I need to do, okay, this is the coolest part. I did a bunch of Google research and I found a web, like a video on YouTube that basically tells me what I can do to improve the graphics. <laughs> all right, when you have a PlayStation on something that can do like 4K, videos stuff like that I admit the graphics aren't that good there's some that stand up really really well but then there's others that just are beyond horrific so I went I took a look at this video and they said what you need to do is this 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 and this and this and they actually showed the difference between when they 
up it, when they turn it on, turn it off, when they lower it, things like that. And it's like, okay, okay. So then what I did is I went to the emulator, I'm screwing around, went to one game, turned everything where they should be, what this video suggested. Let me tell you, the graphics, oh my god! It, no word of a lie, it went from a PlayStation 1 to a PlayStation 2 in crispness. Like, it was unbelievable. Uh, Gran Turismo, you could tell that the graphics were a little chunky here and there. But once I was done setting the graphics, it looked nice. It looked round. It had the, like, it was mind-boggling. And where am I going with this? I don't know. Stay with me. So when I get a chance, I got to do a little bit of research to see what system I need to run this emulator where the graphics are beautiful. That is my main goal, is to get it. Like my computer, I, uh, what was it, like five, six years ago, seven maybe, it was purchased, so it's quite old so it doesn't have the computing power as the next that's what I want to do I want to take it I want to uh, turn it around get everything transferred and play these games at unbelievable awesome frame rates per second like it's just it's mind-boggling crash bash TJ's in my favorite game. Holy man, it it's beyond mind-boggling on how smooth Crash looks. Hockey, it looked like it was from the PlayStation 2. What I remember. So it just unbelievable. Which leads me to my next thing. Should come alright, with the video games and what is going on with Microsoft purchasing. Activision, Blizzard, and Sony purchasing Bungie. Do you think that some of these companies, like Xbox and PlayStation, should go back to the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 days, take a look at certain games and try remastering them, bring them to the forefront and saying, okay, this is what we want to do. Are you down with it? That is the biggest question. If there was, like I bought Crash Team Racing Remastered, and let me tell you that, it just mind-boggling on how crisp, how clean everything looks compared to the PlayStation 1. And yes, I do understand you're comparing basically PS4 to PS1. The difference is just absolutely huge. I get that. I understand that. But it was more enjoyable to play the crisp, the clean. And there's... But the problem with today, with video games, is everybody is so focused on a certain amount of games. Like, back in the day, the library was huge. Um, what was it? Like, PlayStation 1 had over 1,500 titles to their name. PlayStation 2 had over 2,500, if 
think. Don't quote me. Check me. And if you want to verify, whatever, message me. But that's the difference. So you have a library going from over 1500 the next gen console to 2500 and if you take a look it's almost like they're focusing on certain games just because they know they can make that money and make it big and better a great example call of duty Fortnite, Rocket League, that other game I'm calling Call of Duty, Fortnite, Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead. Those are the biggest ones. Then you have, you know, your special niches, but that's just besides the point. Why should these companies like Rockstar have Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead, Bully, Midnight Club, and four or five other titles when they can scrap everything except for Red Dead and Grand Theft, make more money with those two games alone than have these other ones on the back burner that they wasted all that time and money for. And that's the problem with the games of today. They don't have the big library, as far as I know, that they used to in the past. Even if you go and take a look at hockey, you go take a look at hockey, you had Wayne Gretzky's hockey, you had Electronic Arts, you had 2K, um, 989 Studios, even way back in the day, you had Blades of Steel, you had so many different titles. Now it's basically just one flat Electronic Arts. So the competition's not there to give you bigger, better games, which, to me, it sucks. What's the enjoyment of finding that golden ticket, that golden nugget in an under $5 bin? Like, when TJ was playing 2K6, he loved it way more than Electronic Arts. Uh, 2021, I think. He goes, Dad, this has a lot more features. This is more fun. It's like, yeah, dude, it is. So he was enjoying something that was back like six years ago. No. Wow. I cannot do math. <laughs> right there, math. 16 years ago. It just can't have goddamn or subtract. <laughs> so it just it's one of those things that sometimes the classics are just beautiful. What can you do? What can you do? What can you say when you live in the shoe? Alright, I'm just rambling, I'm getting the tangents going. <laughs> Alright. So, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at tangentswithtoby at gmail.com. If you want to connect with me in any other way, bio.link forward slash tangents, and we'll go from there. But in the meantime, thank you for tuning in, and I will catch you later. Peace!